on this episode of Kitchen Table Netrunner. We talk worlds and we interview Dan B about a cool new thing that he's doing. Stick around to find out more. Welcome to Kitchen Table Netrunner. I'm Tristan. I'm Nicole. And welcome back. This is our post-Worlds wrap-up. Yes. I kept thinking we were going to be like the last ones because like last year during Worlds, we I did all the editing at night and then released the episode the same day. I was like, that was exhausting. Not going to do that. Everybody else is getting their episodes out before us, but nobody has yet. So this might still be the first. So because we couldn't interview a bunch of people like we did last year. And we could have, right? I, yes. I mean, I was going to say that. We could have. It's not like a hassle. Yeah, we're busy people. Well, and like tracking them all down. And then like I was playing this year. So, right. Yeah, yeah, lots of problems. Anyway, so instead I interviewed Tristan and it was pretty great. Yeah, so we have clips from those interviews that took place throughout the day. Yes. We tried to get it like before every game or I guess before the first one and after every game. It's kind of right the between same all idea. the rounds, yeah. Yeah, that's the way to say it. But you know, life is what it is and got some. Yep. I and mean, we talked about all the rounds. Yep. So that's what matters. Alright, so enjoy that. Yes. So we are here in our basement with the sexiest world player of the day. Sanjay's here? Oh, that's so great. I was talking about Tristan. Oh, hey. So, you have not started yet. Correct. You are gearing up. Yeah. Ready? How you feeling? How you feeling? Pretty pretty good. Pretty loose. You know, there's uh, almost 300 players. 120 today and 170 some tomorrow. Okay. So... It's a big field, but right now I'm ranked sixth. Yeah, yeah, let's keep that one up. Yeah, so, I mean, since I'm ranked sixth, I think I can just, like, intentional draw straight through to the cut. I'm not sure it works that way. I did the math, and if I do that, if I intentional draw, first of all, I've got a decent chance of making top half and getting the faction dice. Secondly, it means oh. I'll get six wins. I'll have seven wins, so out of the six wins, you get the Project Atlas alt arts. Might be my best chance today. Wow, and then every time you look at them, you'll have to know that you shamefully got them. <laughs> Okay. You're getting ready. Go in. So what are yes. you playing on the runner side? I'm playing Kevin Tame's Hoshiko deck. Okay. Basic idea is you get out lots of things in the early to mid game. Aesops and Cyber Trooper and Paladin and Patchwork. And then you can every turn sell one of your bin breakers to Aesops to get money and then reinstall it making money basically with Paladin and Patchwork, and then it gets the plus two strength from Cyber Trooper, and then it's strong and can break ice really well. So that's the idea. Cool. I really like the deck. I understand it. It's kind of hit or miss for me as far as like getting set up right, because like if I get Dreamnet early, then it does well most okay. of the time. Okay. It's very resource heavy, as you heard, so it struggles a lot versus like hard-hitting news. I have to really make sure that I'm paying attention to credit totals against decks that I think are running, mm. running that. Okay. And then what are you doing on the court side? I'm playing a Rude Outfit deck. I think I took the list straight from Andrew Cortesiat Deck of the Week, I think, with it. Oh. And it's pretty similar to other Outfit Kill decks I've played. It's a punitive uh, outfit, but it's just better. than It's just tighter than the ones that I've built myself. Okay. Um, and it's like every turn I feel like 
you're inviting the runner to do something bad for them, right? Like you're like, oh, well, you can come steal a City Works project if you have, if you drop to like seven cards, but then I do have two punitives in hand, right? And so like, I think it's just, it's fast. It puts the runner in bad situations. Um, You know, there's lots of fun move, single turn, reversed accounts, dedication ceremony. And for three clicks and one credit, you take 12 credits from the runner. (laughs) Okay, so you mentioned... That both of the decks you're playing, you yes. didn't build from scratch. I didn't is... do, I didn't build them at all, right? These are both straight from other people. Okay, okay. So, and that's different from the last thing you competed in. So you've kind of been working on this. You've making this change from doing like decks you built from scratch to doing, playing decks that have a bit of a proven ability to not suck so how do you feel about like all that kind of stuff well so i think that you know the outfit list is a really good example of taking something that was definitely already something i was trying to do and just like showing how to make it better on the flip side kevin tames hoshiko list i think is good and i've tried to do a couple of things with hoshiko but what really made a difference was that he actually directly coached me on it we did a coaching session and right. so like, like having a good player walk you through how to use the deck and how how it's supposed to operate what kind of things you should be looking for what kind of decisions you should be making at various points in the game i think was really helpful that i think made it different than just like grabbing a random deck off the internet okay okay cool so they're both they're both pretty close i would say to things i would play anyway but like i don't like winning you know like 30 percent of my games it makes me not feel great so you actually I, don't like losing 70% of your game. Sure, that's a, good, that's a better really way to the, say it. It's yeah. not really the winning that you don't like, it's the losing. R- right, I don't like the, the record that I end up with. It just like, it's hard to keep playing that runner and you keep losing. I think that messing around with decks that I build and then like seeing like, okay, what's actually a good version of a deck that does the same kind of thing mm-hmm. is a good compromise. So, you know, maybe in a few years you'll start making mediocre decks. Maybe. I mean, deck building is just such a different skill than playing. That's a good point. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no no shame in using other people's decks. It's like... I hope not. Most of the clothes that I wear are not things I made myself. Clothes, The clothes-making skill and the clothes-wearing skill are very different. So That's right. That's, That's a good right. point. So, yeah, no shame in this. Now, how do you feel about playing online versus in-person? I'm going to say, I know a lot of people are grumpy about, like a lot of people in Portland, right? They like, didn't absolutely didn't want to do JNet's Tour Champs for the second mm-hmm. Tour Champs. But I don't feel that way at all. I feel like, especially the voice channel, it's pretty, it's nice. It's collegial in that way. But also I feel like there are some times when bad things happen to games because of like either bugs you didn't anticipate or you're not quite sure how to work through something. Mm-hmm. But like, so it's not as easy to reset a board state in JNet, but right. like also it also makes it so that some decks are playable that would not be playable for seven rounds. Like you couldn't, I could certainly not play Geist for seven rounds in person because I would go crazy because you've got 20 triggers every turn to keep track of. Oh yeah. But like yeah. when all those tr- triggers are, hap- are handled by the system itself, it's very different. So I think that it does change what kind of decks you could play. And like also just like the automation that exists in the system can make the games faster and smoother. So I think that I like it. It doesn't take the place of in-person play. There's something really special about it, but mm-hmm. I think it's really pretty good. Yeah, yeah, very good. I found that to be kind of true. Not that I've played as much lately. I just love like the feelings of the tokens and all that. We're getting all these cool prizes. 
theoretically. You can do it. I've already won some. There are participation prizes. Oh, well, there you go. So the point is we get all these rad prizes. And so hopefully one day we'll be back to playing in person because just you and me playing each other to look at all of our rad prizes isn't as exciting, maybe. Yeah, I've already won three border control and three career fair. Hey, that's exciting. Yeah. I like border control. We use that one a lot. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, good luck to you. Thanks. And try and make you proud. Pretty great now. We'll see how it goes, how you feel about it, you know, after your yeah, first. Yeah, you can witness my set. deteriorating mental state as I descend into madness. Or maybe not deteriorating. No, the I mean, opposite you were, thing. I mean, you were you were at Worlds last year. You saw how like the like World Championship game accidentally installed a second region into the remote and forfeited, right? Like that no, was, I mean, I get it. I get it. it it's I have hard a on positive everybody. Positive outlook. Yes. Just I'm just saying it's going to take a lot out of me. Winning. Oh, that's fine. I mean, even if I win. My mental state will deteriorate, is no, what I'm saying. That's all right. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. And I'm excited to hear how things go. Yeah. Thanks for interviewing me. You finished round one? I did. Round tell one is Tell me, how did you do? Did you win? Did you lose? Did you make a fool of yourself? Just tell me about whether you won or lost. Then we'll talk about the fooling. Corpse split. Corpse split, which means corpse both won. Yes. Okay, so your outfit deck was great. Did it perform well, or did he perform poorly, or she? Uh, yeah, so uh, unspecified pronouns, so we'll go, we'll stick with they, but it was Maylig from Belgium. Okay. And I was like, hey, I stopped in your, I, I've seen your country from the train tracks. It seems very nice. <laughs> I really wanted to go, but I... We had to switch trains, right? Is that right? In, in Belgium? Is that it? Ugh. Anyway. I hope not. The idea of switching trains anywhere with all of our people in that giant suitcase. Well, we Don't learned important lessons. Ever. Yeah. Big lesson. Big lesson. Carry-ons only. You can't fit it in a carry-on. Don't bring it. That bring is it. important for so many reasons. So many reasons. Yeah. Okay. But it was... Melee was basically playing the exact same deck that I was for Runner. Oh, it really? It was very close. There was like a, one or two cards different. So it was, it was like a Cyber Trooper, Paladin, Patchwork, Hoshiko. Okay. So I had a bunch of, like, there's a lot of setup they were doing. And so I was, I was just like setting up ice and all that kind of stuff. And like, I hadn't read anything because there's a hippo out. So I was like, oh, there's no agendas in HQ. So when they ran HQ, I was just like, I'll just let that happen. Not a huge deal. Sure. Got the turn one dream net, which really cheesed me off. I was like, oh, I could use that on my game. <laughs> but then, so the point is I, I had four points and then I installed double advance and SDS drone deployment in the remote. Okay. And I had a punitive in hand. And I was like, see how this goes. Started running the server. And I realized, because it didn't have any programs, I was like, if I don't res any ice, then they can't install any programs during this run and steal the agenda. What? Because you already had a piece of ice res? No, I didn't have any ice res. So without the ice res, you can't install like paperclip during the run. Right. And so then there won't be any programs available to trash as the additional cost to steal SDS drone deployment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Walked into that one. Yeah. Ran through it. And then that was when it had no advances on because I just put it in the agenda. I just put it in the remote. That's right. I didn't double advance it. And then, so then the next turn, I double advanced and played Argus Crackdown. So when you successful run on a on a server protected by ice, does two meat damage. Okay. So ran, I res data loop, so that's like two cards gone, Argus two more cards gone, and so at the end of it, it was like zero cards in hand, 
stole the SDS drone deployment last click. So it was like credit, credit, punitive, done. Because I also had to spend a ton of money because I, I rezzed the data loop uh-huh. and broken and the Chiyashin. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot. The deck worked exactly as promised. It was like turn eight, maybe. Wow. Okay. Quick game. That was your corpse side. Yes. So tell me about your runner side. How well, did Hoshiko perform? It was a matchup that I had never played before. It was the deck against Kronos Protocol. Which one's that? It's the Jinteki one where you get to look at the grip for the first time for the first net damage each turn. Oh, so you can't like shuffle them around so they essentially get to pick the one? They maybe? get to pick the one, but also they get to see every card in your hand. So it was going okay. I was going slow, right? I was like, okay, I just need to, because like I have specific cards I want to install eventually. Mm-hmm. So I'll just hang back and install them. And it got to the point where they had six points and I had one. So like this is problematic because there's kind of a chunky scoring remote. Right. And so I had been using Stargate well to Good. get a bunch of ice off. Stargate was going well when I, cause I, I, I also hippoed an Anansi on R&D. So that was gone. And then like the problem was it was like archive memories to grab the Anansi back and put it back on. Because I was like, I was Stargating ice at that point, sure. which is good. So I was having trouble getting into R&D and I eventually, but I, had, I also uh, Stargated a Global Food. Okay. So then I was like, oh boy, well, I want to just put some econ pressure on. So I just ran archives and stole the global food. And then I remembered that the global food was in there. And I was like, oh, right, that's two points for me. I guess that's good. But then I was like, oh no, I've seen the complete mapping in, in their hand. So I had two cards in hand. And because I'd run an Engram flush earlier that turn on an NGO bluff, they knew what the cards in my hand were, one of them. Okay. So complete image is like, well, if you steal three printed agenda points the prior turn, then you get to do a net damage, and if you call the right card, then you can repeat the process. So like, well, I know there's a Rizeki in hand, so I'm going to say Rizeki, then I'm going to pick the Rizeki, and then I saw that the other card's liberated, so I'm going to say liberated, and then I get to do one more net damage and you lose. Ooh. Yeah, so I was like, oh, right, that was, I kind of walked into that one. So that was the thing, complete image, just make sure you have like four cards in hand, right? There's like a house of knives that was pinging along the way, but like four cards in hand is a good call. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's good. All right, so? So I've got zero additional prizes so far. Okay. One and one. That's okay. Okay. All right, so how you feeling? Still feeling loose? Starting to feel a little bit. Did you go run around the block or something? No, I feel okay. You know, I, I can feel a little bit of tension in my head. I think I'm going to get some water. That's good. Um, maybe a little something else to eat. But uh, other than that, I think I'm, I think I'm pretty good. Some protein in you. Yeah, but I'm excited for round two. It should, should be fine. You know, I'm at the, I'm in the middle. So we'll see how it goes. Cool. Excited to see where you're headed and what happens next for you. Thanks. Anybody you're hoping to play against? I, you know, I think about this, but I feel like by and large, if someone I know gets matched up against me, something has gone horribly wrong with their day. (laughs) Well, you can give them that boost that they need back up to the top. Mm, Noted. So they'll look at it as like, what a pleasant experience. Yeah. I mean, in my book, you know, one of the things she said is instead of being like, oh, bad stuff always happens to me, be like grateful for your bad stuff. Be like, what can I learn from this? Or how can this help me? I mean, you know, I'm all over that. I know. So I'm just saying like your opponent could be like that and be like, instead of being like, oh, dang it. I'm all the way down to Tristan. Be like, how can this help me? I can kick his butt and rise up a little bit. <laughs> Get the emotional boost I need. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> time to submarine. Okay, so last time we talked, you had just played your first round. 
How did round two go? Round two, I played against Z-Bag from Toronto. Okay. It was interesting because he's playing as Hoshiko, but it was very different from my deck. It was very different. It was a very, very rich Hoshiko. And it turned the game into a really long grind. Okay. And so... And you grounded out in one. So I built this, like, killer CityWorks project server, right, that he couldn't get in. Sure. So I just needed to maintain it for the win. And went and dug on... I think it was like a turning wheel, like it was like a three card dig on 11 cards left in R&D, three of which were agendas, Okay. and whiffed. So then I was able to pull out the victory. Nice job. Yeah, it was not. All right. It, so was, you... it was just all up to the, the cards being in the right order there. So Corp win again. Yep. The outfit's kicking some butt. Yep. All right. What about runner side? I played against Polina, like Biovault and Nisei, really like uh, end the run Polina kind of thing. I got a turn one Stargate with an open R&D. But that wasn't enough. I lost zero to nine. I just like... Holy cow, okay. Got ahead and I couldn't catch up. And I just... I don't know. The thing about like turn one Stargate is often the reason you're able to do turn one Stargate is because they like... I sent you remote, put a card in it, and that card's almost always Rashida. Okay. But that means that that's two wins, so I got uh, logic bombs. Nice job. Yeah. So prizes are on the increase. Okay, so... Round the third? Yes, I was playing against Isaac from San Francisco. Oh, cool. Yeah. I remember Isaac. Yes. Yeah. Well, in Jinteki, he's Lucidity. Okay. Anyway. So, uh, I did Corp first again. He's playing Adam, and he was... This is the first time you were not up against Hoshiko. Yes. i just like to point out that thus far, you know, you're like, oh man, my Hoshiko deck isn't winning, and I'm so sad, but nobody you played has had a Hoshiko deck that's winning. Maybe Hoshiko's not a winner. Okay, but my point is that I brought the best runner deck I had. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, sorry. So? Yeah, so he felt like he was getting a slow start because of, like, the brain chip and other things. He had, like, a max hand size of two. He was trying to work through that, but then eventually stole an SDS drone deployment, which gave him max hand size of five and three cards. He, like, drew up after that. So I was like, okay, I need to make sure I'm doing the math right because I had, like, 20-something credits... And he had like 16 or 17. So like, I didn't have enough for a straight double punitive. Okay. But I also had too big to fail. So I had to be like, I had to think about it. I was like, okay, you do the first punitive and I pay enough into the trace so that A, he can't beat it and B, I go below 10 credits. So that second click, I get too big to fail. And third click, I can blow him up with the second punitive. Uh, <sighs> so that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That was like, according to plan, went fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the corp side, Isaac's Run playing. Oh, he was playing. Got his corp. Right, he's playing Argus, and so hard hitting news is too much for me. So like, I got I got it twice, and it just completely stalled me. Ugh. And he just he got not no boom, but like rolled out the agendas, so I lost uh, two to seven. You know, it's one of the things with like the new ban lists and stuff. That, like, so hard hitting news sucks. But then like with like some of the newer ban lists. They've banned a lot of the runner's ability to to make money via, like, programs, you know, like Magnum Opus and, right. and uh, hardware and stuff like that. You're sort of Zeki, but go ahead. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, it's, I feel like a lot of the runner's stuff has been put more into resources, which makes hard-hitting news especially toxic well, because you're gonna they're going to wipe you if they want. I'd say it's worse than that because there's, like, the resource side of it, but also so much of the runner economy is run-based, mm-hmm. right? Which, like, it makes a healthy game, but, like, you think about Paragon, Bravado, Dirty Laundry, Dreamnet that Hoshi goes running, and then, like, 
all that kind of stuff. So like the only way for the runner to get ahead is to run, which puts them at risk. And so it's just, it, yes. Yeah. I'm just glad that I came up with a reason. Like I could that was good. articulate a reason you why too big to fail analysis. was bad. Not, not, just, like, not too big to fail. Hard-hitting news. Anyway, yeah, so. So after after round two, I was rank 49. After rank after round three, I was rank 60. Well. It's a long way from six. It I started. Is. <laughs> All right, so you play a fourth round? I did. Okay. Put against Fedge06 from Southern California. Okay. Uh, on the runner side, he was PE, and I got the Stargate out and hippoed some ice off of R&D and was, like, picking off agendas one at a time, and it was going okay. And then there was still a data loop on R&D, and so I had to, like, run it to get rid of upgrade and then do the stargate which meant that i didn't have any cards in my grip which i was like oh that's bad but then i'll draw up one card and i was like well as long as he doesn't have a philotic out in the remote i'll be okay yeah but i did not anticipate i forgot about the fact that he could have sting in the remote as well which would also do two net damage and so i just lost that was one I should have played more carefully, and I probably could have won. That was the first one where I was like, I could have won if I played better. And then when I was playing Corpse Side, he was on Leela. I don't like, I really struggle with Leela, because I feel like Leela's text is, yeah, it's like, all your agendas have to remain in the server for an extra turn. You know, I just like, I can't, like, that's like so crippling. Yeah. So I had accumulated five bad publicity by the end, and the cards were in a weird order. I didn't get enough ice early, and if I had a CityWorks project in my hand instead of two SDS drone deployments, mm-hmm. I had I could have installed double dedicated it, and it would have gone great. Like I could have I got like a lot of lucky misses off of, but it's like so many so much HQ pressure, so many like diversion of funds and embezzles and like trashing all of my operations with embezzle is just so oppressive. I just didn't feel good. And so I ended with a legwork, grabbed one of my agendas, and that was the end of it. Bummer. Yep. I, so I'm now under 50%. I'm not in the top half anymore. I'm not on track for the dice or anything like that. So I, and you know, my corp deck is no longer undefeated. I just. Well, it seems like you, it gets affecting you on like an emotional, mental level. Absolutely. I'm really glad that this is the round we have a break. I'm really frustrated. I'm really frustrated by the last two games. Well, shake them off. And come back. You can climb back up to top half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got six more games. So let's use this time to shake it off. And I have just the thing. I brought you back. Ice cream from the salt and straw. It might do the trick. Let's find out. Or it might just load me up with carbs and sugar and it makes me, like, crash for the rest of the day. We'll see what happens. I'll just get you a waffle cone. All right. Let's go, let's go hit that and see what happens. All right, just finished round five. Correct. So tell me about it. Did you, what's your win-loss? I got swept. Oh, sorry to hear that. It's okay. Good. You want to tell me some deets about it or you just want to like let it flutter to the past? And I don't think that's going to happen no matter what we do. Uh, I played against a Neuromancer who's from Toronto, originally from Newfoundland. but Okay. And I uh, played against his Polina deck and I got set up, but it was too slow and he won. It was zero, zero to seven. Hmm. And we switched. It's playing Leela. Same as ever. Just like diversion of funds over and over. Embezzle over and over. Hitting all the cards that I needed to have. And 
this enormous set of resources, like everything, had hunting grounds to nullify my data loops and had Hernando Cortez to make it more expensive for us things. I had Caddy Jones and just like millions of things. Maybe I wish I had a game over. I didn't and just ended up emptied his deck and got all the things out and then I just lost to a legwork. Bummer. Yep. I'm sorry to hear that. What do you think in the future would be good? I mean, not, you don't necessarily want to tech against a specific thing, but it's like... Leo wiping out all your money makes it real hard for you to... I don't know. I mean, I, I sub HQ and it doesn't matter. Mm. So, whatever. Yeah, it's hard when you play like Leela. She goes fast, and if you're not going fast, then not much can do. Yep. <sighs> not quite as bright and bushy-tailed as you were this morning. You got two more rounds. Yep. You know, if you're really unhappy, you could just drop. Why would I do that? I don't know, because flying seems to be making you very unhappy. Whatever. Okay. I'm in this tournament. Sounds good. Well, good luck on your next round. Then. Thanks. All right, just finished up round six. Six. So what? One more after this? One more. One more after this. Okay. So your countenance seems less down. Okay. So how to go? Tell me all about it. I got swept. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> you say while laughing at me. <laughs> I can see that you're not as down, so that's better. Tell me what the difference is. Was it my inspiring words? Yes. Go me. All right, so tell me. So I played against Redino987, he's from New York. I asked him if he was snare bears or snare bears adjacent, and he said he doesn't have a testing group because the snare bears stole all of his. <laughs> so... There was a whole discussion on ShadowNet about whether testing groups are ruining Netrunner. It seems like maybe they have for him. Well, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Obviously, didn't harm him too much because, I mean, I guess he was down playing against me, so that's punishment enough, right? That means you're doing pretty poorly. Okay. Yeah, so started out with 419, which really? after playing against Leela, I was like, fine. I don't even care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Can't be as bad as Leela. Got an Amakua down first round. So I had ice on all my servers, and I was like, great. I will just, I just need to get ice everywhere, get enough money to res it, and then purge. But the problem was that two of the pieces of ice were border control, so, and they had one strength, so it's really easy to just get like that single expose and have enough to break it, and then like snowball that into more counters. And so I had a turning wheel and dig like, did like, I don't even know where he got the first three points. Didn't see it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then did like a three card dig with turning wheel and R&D and just ripped six more points off and I was done. Goodness. Yep. Just pulled those three out of his sleeve and didn't even see it coming. Yep. Yep. Turn before I was going to purge and make it make it an actual game. So we switched and he's playing Blue Sun. I love Blue Sun. Yep. I got all my stuff out and it was the Blue Sun deck had much less money than I'm used to seeing against with the Blue Sun. It's like Interesting. Okay. constantly around, you know, 8 to 15 credits. And uh, I did a turning wheel three card dig for six cards, for six yeah. points. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't already have a point, and then he had a punitive counter-strike in hand and killed me. Oh, so close, yet so far. Yeah, it feels far. Yeah, I just need, I just need one more win to get the alt-art zeros, and I've been waiting. Wait, one art win. One art win? I don't even know. That's that was not, weird. Not, just, those aren't the words that I said. No, it's not. I just, I just sort of combined them. Yeah. them in some weird way. One more win! I could have tried to get one more win four games ago, 
six, uh-huh. game, six games ago. Uh-huh. But I've lost seven straight games. Well, you should probably start trying then instead of not trying, right? I... <laughs> Let me tell you what my... I wish she was my friend. I think she'd make a really awesome good friend. Person that I look up to named Alexis would have told you. Because she told me at Nationals. She goes in hoping to get at least one win. And that's like her goal. And then once she gets it, she has achieved her goal and everything else is icing on the cake. I don't understand that. What do you mean you don't understand it? Like, I don't understand. Like, that's a fake goal for me. I was like, hey, maybe I'm in the middle of the pack as far as people go. And I could be like, ooh, I won half my games. Will I, won't I get the dice? But like being like, oh, I won one game. Like, I mean, like there's 14 games. I can't be like, boy, 6% is pretty good. 7%. 7%. I can't let that I just, I just like it doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. And also still haven't won a game on the runner side. Zero games there. I'm sorry. I don't know. I This is the best deck. I played in the current meta, and I can't win with it. It's very frustrating. So weird. I wonder what you're missing. It's just not a good enough deck. People say you have to be playing Leela. I don't know. Just, hmm. just too slow. I like the slow decks. So sad. This is what happens, though, when you play against me, because I go slow no matter what I'm playing. Yeah. For the record, though, in Nationals, I only won one game, and I'm pretty sure it was the absolute last one. Um, I think it might have been the second to last one. Okay, could have been. But like, so... that's the difference is like that you can set those low expectations and it works for you. I don't know what the deal is. I'm not as good at Netrunner as you, maybe? Here's the thing I understand. I'm pretty sure that I'm much better at Netrunner than you. Okay. But you beat me a lot. <laughs> like at least half the time. And I don't understand that. <laughs> Does that make sense to you? Maybe you're just dumb. Yeah, that's probably it. I mean, I don't mean that in a rude no, way. No, it's fine. I just mean, it's like, no, you got making, it. like, really stupid decisions and mistakes. Like, it's just not intuitive. Which isn't to say that I know how, like, that I find it intuitive. Yeah, so I'm much not sure as, this like, is going. No, I'm just saying, like, if I played against Kevin Tame with the exact same deck, he would trash me before I knew what happened. Instead of it being like you, where you're like, oh, so the other guy scored three points. I didn't even know where that came from. I'd be like... How in the world did this end with him having like seven points or more and I have not and even... That's that's how the game ends is when one player has seven Zero. Points. No. I, I got zero in a lot of these games for the record. My point is... What is your point? My point is, is like, it's not necessarily the deck that's the problem. The problem is... Obviously, I picked like net decks. I've been trying really hard. It's obviously me that's the problem. I just think that maybe you're dumb in a loving way. No, I obviously am. I just like, I want to be good at Netrunner. I play Netrunner. I try, but I don't win games. Well, maybe you need to get a coach. Stop just like picking here and there the way you want to do it. And you just need to like get a coach. So maybe, maybe this is our way of saying any applicants, your compensation will be that you are mentioned on Kitchen Table Netrunner. Or not. If, if you'd prefer, <laughs> you'd be like, just don't mention me at all. We can keep you anonymous if that works better for you. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm saying, like, maybe that's what you need to develop but is, like, 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 intuition. How can it be, like, I, yes, I suck. I'm bad at Netrunner. I need a coach to not suck. I get it. But, like, I bet the players that I split against and the players that swept me don't have a coach. 
I bet out of the six players, one or fewer has ever been coached in Netrunner. Okay. And yet, I still suck. I don't like it. Hmm. Food for thought. I don't actually have an answer for you. I'm sorry. It's fine. Maybe somebody out there does. Maybe somebody else out there really sucked at Netrunner and now they're tearing it up. I mean, that was so... that was like Kevin Tame's whole article, right? Is the like, yeah, that, that article about how he got almost last at Worlds and then like took that. it seriously and recorded his games and watched them and had a coach. I mean, if that's the deal is like, I just don't, I don't have the free time to be good at Netrunner. Like that's, that's hard. I don't know. I don't know that that's true. That's just, you have to decide what you want to give up, right? I don't, I'm not going to take that excuse. Well, what excuse will you accept? If you don't want to be good at Netrunner, then don't. If you do, then put it at a higher priority. That's what you would tell me. Sit around on the couch moping about how like, Oh, I'm not losing any weight. I'm so tired of my pants not fitting. (sighs) You're like, do something about it. So now I have a personal trainer, aka a coach. The point is, you would tell me to figure it out and find the time because... I know you have the time. You're just choosing to do it differently. Shoobity doobity dop. I don't sound like that. He does. And so I say, if that's what you want to do, then make it a priority and do it. Okay, I'll think about it. All right. You finished. I finished. That is excellent. In and of itself. Yes. You started a thing. Yeah. You you're like, it. why don't you just quit earlier? And I was like, um, not going to do it. Because you were all mopey and pouty. I was at a pretty low point emotionally. So you're doing much better now. If you're just going to be mopey and pouty, then... There's something to say for finishing a thing. I get that. And that's fine. And I'm totally with it. But there's also a thing to say for cutting your losses. Man's got to have a code. Just make it not stupid. Mm, No promises. Man's got to have a self-modifying code. Yeah, uh, bringing back dad jokes. Well, I'm just saying, then it could change if it needed to, right? Like, it's like... Yeah, yeah. I was... It was not just a dad joke. It was also... All right, so... So much more. How'd you do? Well, let me just say, going into this, there were 96 players left. Okay. And I was ranked 109th. <laughs> that means people who did better than me were like, this is hopeless. I should give up. <laughs> Just for context. Okay. Anyway, so I played Spray Bizzle 3 from Alabama. Okay. Very nice. Also has a YouTube channel where he's going to be posting the videos of the various rounds called Noob Runner. Oh my. Yeah. I like that. Anyway. So now you're going to be a YouTube sensation is what you're telling me? I thought I already was for The Sound of Music. (laughs) That is only if you have the link. Can you see it? I never made it public. Okay, I appreciate that. Anyway, um... I make no promises on the future. Noted. I was playing... I played Corpside first. Okay. He had a Leela deck. And it was one of those situations where it was like a... My scoring remote was like a double data loop, so... Okay. I had to drop most of his cards to take... Took the agenda. Had previously accessed the two hostile take... Or punitive counter-strikes in my hand, but had forgotten about them by the time they sold the agenda. (laughs) Because it's the seventh round. (laughs) So I was like, oh, good job on the agenda. Boom. But not boom. No. Bang. Not boom. All right. You want a game. So yes, I want a game. It's good. Very nice little clap. Which means I got the altar at zero. Nice job. Four wins. Yeah. So we played the other side. He's Argus. And I got 
a lot of stuff out. Just having trouble, I think, finding ice. So I was, I was, I got the Stargate early and was crunching up ice with it and that kind of stuff. And he hit me with a hard hitting news. And I definitely didn't have any money to clear it with. Luckily, I had Citadel Sanctuary. So he spent all three clicks doing a consulting visit for the boom. And then I was like, well, this kind of stinks. I had a five cards, decent cards in my hand. I had to trash them all. But the point was because I had Citadel Sanctuary, I just had to trash my hand and it prevented all the damage. So I got to live another day. Nice. Yeah, he's doing like a false lead boom situation, right? Take, take away my clicks so I couldn't clear the tags and that kind of thing. Yeah, eventually I, I top decked a couple of agendas and then eventually I just got like, I had four points and I got three points into the bin and ran archives. So I won a fifth game. I just like to point you out. You ran a runner. You won a runner game. Oh wow! I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I did win one. Yep. There you go. I like to point out that that my mood improved before I won the games. Right? Like it was round six where I was like, "That's true." I, I think. Let me the tell improvement you. Improvement in your countenance. I pointed it out. Let me tell you. I think a lot. I know. I'm just. I'm just reminding everyone. A big thing was round six. Round six. Partly, it was just like resigning myself to doing poorly in the event but i think the other thing is like it makes a big difference to me how i feel about around how long it takes right if i lose both games but it's like 20 minutes I'm like whoops <laughs> if i lose both games and like it drags out to time i'm just like oh my gosh that was miserable yeah yeah i mean that makes a certain amount of sense but sometimes you can't help it what'd you learn one one takeaway well i feel like i really did my best in terms of nutrition during the day. I feel like I did my best in terms of there weren't really any turns where I was like, oh, I made an obvious mistake. You know, like that didn't really happen a lot. I don't know. I feel like it really drove home. Like like you, you said, I need to play more. Like I think specifically like getting a better sense of like a variety of decks to play against so then like I know what to expect. Okay. I don't know. I think it's like when I, when I just like, there's like a left field ID, right? Like Kronos Protocol. I'm like, uh-oh, what is the win condition here. And it wasn't obvious to me. I was like, okay, I need enough cards in hand to survive a complete image. So we gave you like one takeaway and you're just sort of giving me a laundry list of like thinking thoughts. Do you want me to just quietly think and then give No, no, I mean, that's fine. I just wanted you to know that this is not sufficient. I think the mental game is what I really want to work on, right? Because I really do feel like, I don't feel like I was tilting hard, okay. but I was getting grumpy. Yeah. And it was making it more difficult. And so I think that that's something that I'd like to be able to handle better is is something about really when I felt like I, I played runner first and I lost and I was like, uh, dumb runner deck that I lost with. Like it made it harder to win the corp game. Mm-hmm. Whereas like playing corp first and being like, ha I won when I often did. Right. So I was like, it gave me optimism. Like maybe this time I'll catch him on the runner side. So there's just so much like mental momentum. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I'd like to be able to stop that and to be, like, leaving the last games behind either way and, like, really focus on, like, this is the present. We both have zero points at the beginning. What do I do? Right. No, that's good. I have no advice, but... Oh, I didn't expect any. Good. How was it coming to Worlds with me? As much fun as last year? Not not quite as eventful. Also, miss the giant aventura where I could just dump our children off all day. I cannot even begin to state how much of a quality of life factor that was for us. I feel like quality of life factor for us, but also for pretty much everybody in the arena who didn't have to listen to our kids. Like, I'm bored! Yeah. All right. Yeah, so uh, it was 
It's fine. I got some gardening done, but the trip would have been fun. To Toronto? Sure, I've never been. You're still planning on it next year in Toronto? Okay. Assuming the world's in a better place? Oh gosh, I certainly hope so. So much time praying for this world to be in a better place. Yeah. Okay, so any final reflections on that? We talked about the fact that you building your own decks was really upsetting to you because you would end up with like a 30% win rate. And so you were like, I'm going to get other decks that are good decks and I'm going to play those. So how did that compare to your 30% win rate estimate? Uh, I got a 36% win rate. Hey, you know, I wonder if your 30% was a little inflated. May have been. Also, I'd just like to point out that my initial strategy of just intentional draws from the first round would have been much better in terms of outcome than what I ended up with. <laughs> yeah, but how do you grow from that? Okay, I take your point. Is is worlds really the time to grow? That's what this world is for. That's nice. Well, the other thing we did, we did one more interview. That's right. It was super rad. Yes, we interviewed Dan. And I just like to point out for context, Dan also went five and nine. And just like as in case you're wondering, like, what does that mean? Basically, that means if you would have put both of our wins together, we still would not have made the cut. (laughs) Oh. And I think Dan's probably a better Netrunner player than I am. Sure. And so he may have taken this harder. So he may have gone lower and then risen higher. I was going to say he came. Yeah. I'm super excited for what Dan has planned. So take it away past us. Okay. So we are here right now with Dan B. Expert agile coach and beloved uh, Netrunner community member, maker of the chicken alt arts and many other good things. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be here. Thank you. So... Yesterday, during Worlds, you had what sounded like a pretty similar experience to what Tristan had, which was you didn't win a ton of games. It was not fun. Yeah, it was... Did not have a fun day yesterday. It was it was kind of a bummer. Yeah, Tristan, you'll get to hear all of his sadnesses that he doesn't edit out. You're presuming that <laughs> Dan cares to listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, you could if you wanted to. I, I have been a bad podcast listener. I'll be completely honest with that. But I feel like after this weekend, I'm going to go and I'm going to binge listen to just about every podcast that's out here out there that's still being published. And that's not just because apparently I have segments on all of them. <laughs> Teasers. When I was talking to Tristan in the interviews between rounds, as he kept getting lower and lower, he just was like, I'm just hopeless. And we kind of came to the point where it's like, well, maybe you need more focused practice, more coaching. And he's like, well, that's these other people have like this, these testing groups and people have coaches and all these kind of things. And he felt really down about it. And it was just sort of like, uh, about the whole thing. So then when he yeah. heard about what you're doing, he was super excited. So maybe you could introduce and kind of talk about your journey there, Dan. Indeed. Yeah. So I'll, I'll talk about my journey and it was really a, a little bit different from yours, right? It was, it was the beginning of the day. I started off playing honestly, really bad. Like first, first five games were all losses in the middle. I was getting some wins and then a bunch of losses at the end too. So it was a little bit of a low point And then got, in the middle, I tried to to bring it back with some happiness, but at the end, it was still pretty low. And 
yeah, throughout the entire thing. And I was talking to a bunch of people online about this. It was, it was a really hard day, right? If you're not doing well, you don't, you're not sitting across the table from an opponent, like a, like a, a normal world championship, a real large event where they, they win the game and they're happy. And then you can talk to them about it and they're face to face and you're showing them the plays and you open your hand and be like, Oh, look, I, I, one more turn, I would have slammed that Nisei down in that server with the Lacosta, and you would have had nothing to do about it. But you picks that, picks that agenda off the top of R and D instead. Like you're, or you're able to go to your friends afterwards and be like, "Oh, we're gonna go down and grab some food at, at the place afterwards, and you're gonna hang out with all these people and meet all these new people." And that that is part of the the excitement of Worlds. So even if you do really bad, you're having fun because you're you're the energy's building off of your friends and that was missing yesterday right it was you're sitting alone and for me i'm sitting down in my basement and i'm just sitting on my computer playing a game be like i lost this is trash like maybe i should just sell my cards on ebay now like i'm never gonna be good that's how that's basically how i was feeling at the end of the day and i was talking to a couple people about it afterwards and we were talking on on the stim hack slack um I was doing basically my salty little rant in the general channel. People were talking about it and someone said something similar, but they were saying, Oh, I, I feel the same way. I, I'm, I'm really upset about all these testing groups. And they, they have all the secret information. They have the secret tech and they're able to test against each other and they're able to play competitive games and get better with each other in a way that you can't get unless you are either friends with those people or you're able to play in person and you have a a like-minded group which right now in a current circumstances you can't right the the best thing you can do is you can play on jnet casual and honestly sometimes you can get good opponents and good decks but sometimes you're playing against really jank stuff and they're good players playing bad decks or they're good decks against bad players and you're not really at the end of the game you don't know did i win that because i'm a good player did i learn anything from that or did I not learn anything from it? Or maybe I'm comfortable. Maybe I made bad plays and I think those are good plays now. Yeah, you re- learn the wrong things. You learn the wrong things. So it was like two in the morning. I was up because my one-year-old had kicked me off the bed. You know, he was laying horizontally and I had two <laughs> inches of room on my mattress. So I decided to, to be on Twitter on the couch. And the idea struck me. I was like, oh, there's enough people that are in this situation and if no one does this, no one's going, like, it's just going to be the status quo. So why don't I pull everyone together and say, I'm making the testing group I want to see, where it's people that are coming together, not to prep for worlds, not to prep for continentals or a big event, but really just, we are going to prep each other to be better players, where you know where your strengths and weaknesses are, you just need other people to play against you need you need people that can say like for me yesterday i was playing Haley, my runner deck i played that deck awfully so in this group i'm going to go over i'm gonna say i need to learn one how to play this deck and two i need to understand what the good corporations the competitive corporations are doing and how this deck can beat it and uh play a bunch of games and and maybe play against people that know how to play those those meta decks like asa palana apparently titan is good apparently titan's always good i don't think Haley has a problem with that right but play against all these decks and then maybe have a different person spectating and coaching and being like here's what you did wrong here's what you did right um people throwing out ideas for decks like in a couple months gateway and 
update are going to be released. So having people help each other through deck building, huge importance. So first thing in the morning, seven o'clock, I woke up and I made this announcement. It said, anybody that wants in is invited. The only rule is we don't keep secrets. And the goal is to help each other. So you can lurk, but is a safe space to say, here is what I want to learn. Here is my goals and what I want to get out of, you know, short-term goals, long-term goals. How am I going to improve? And the only thing I I told people I needed was like, hey, I need a funny name or I need a Netrunner. I need a card for it. And someone came up with the name Itinerant Pro Testers, like the like the current, only it's Pro-Testers because we are pro-testers. So I, I just want to take a pause here because also this is a non-geographic based testing group with no permanent home base so it is itinerant yeah also itinerant protesters takes the the bad publicity that the corp has and uses it against them yeah and so this is like taking all the ill will against testing groups and be like hey what if we played their own game against them so i think that there's so many levels that i'm enjoying this at and it, it, it took a very negative experience and i could have gone with it three ways i could have taken it as it was ignored it and done the same thing in store champ season where i don't really practice that much i haven't played a lot of games recently and i'm gonna jump in i'm gonna lose and have a bad experience the other thing that could have happened was i said you know what i'm really bad at this game i'm gonna hang out in the community but i'm selling my cards i'm never playing again but the third thing i which is what i actually did is i stepped back and i said no that those two ideas are dumb i'm gonna take something negative and turn it into a positive because it's not just for me there's a lot of people that had similar experiences and honestly, like, you know how freaking difficult it was being in like the two and six going into round five? The people with two wins, there's a lot of good players that were at those bottom tables. I felt the same way, yeah. <laughs> After the game has been dead for so long, there's no bad players playing in Worlds. Everyone is good. And that's <laughs> that's terrifying for me. Like, I'm going to get some easy wins. No, you're not. Yep. Uh-huh. It's it is a. I did play against some some newer players and and I gave them some tips and and we had some talks about how they're from different metas that they just discovered the game recently, but they were still playing really good. They've been they haven't been playing for a while. So yeah, it's it's really just taking taking the negative and turning it into a positive. So I've already joined your team, Dan. I uh I was definitely going to be on track one of just be like, well, I'll try again and I'll just be bad again and that's fine. But like I like this one better. It's so much better. Yeah, I'm right? glad you and, didn't and nothing against testing teams, right? Like, I I think it's really cool how a, a group of people come together and they root for each other and they have their, you know, their spicy tech. But I feel like, actually, let me, let, I'm going to pop over to Slack right now because I need to actually check how many people, because the channel has been growing like crazy. Right. There's 21 people in it right now. And I had Laura Oscillate from the Boswash meta join. And honestly, if she won her two for ones today, I think she was in contention to win worlds. There's really good players in here, but she was just like, hey, I played a bad runner game. I need to learn how to do better. Yeah, and that's what she wants out of it. She's like, I need to learn how to play runner. Like she's a beast with Argus. Like you, if you play against her and she's and you two for one and you, you go against her as a corp, like you're in trouble. But she needs a little help with Runner, and that's what she said. So there's there's a lot of good players, and 21 players in here. I'm worried about how to, to manage that many people, but I think it's just people manage themselves. And then if there's a big enough group that, yeah, those testing groups, they can have our, their secret tech, but I bet with 21 of us or 25 or 30 it, as it grows, like, we're going to come up with the same answers, right? We play against each other. Well, we're going to figure out what needs to change in deck to deck. And yeah, they might have their spicy tech, but they might not have the right tech. So 
have you thought about talking to people who do have testing groups like the the german group what is their new world yeah, order new world yeah order. yeah but so they they're still winning right like they did very well on on 1b yeah and with uh asa and geist yeah so i mean is there any thought that you have to communicating with some of the other testing groups and getting like ideas on how did how they're doing it or and that kind of defeat the purpose of those testing groups existing? Or... I think that's a great idea. Um, I haven't thought that far ahead. Like I said, this was uh, so it's eight o'clock in the, it's <laughs> yeah, eight o'clock in the evening right now. Um, this idea came thirteen hours ago, and it is very much in its infancy. But I feel like I'm part of I'm not part of a testing group, but I'm part of a netrunner community, right? Where I'm part of a, a mini community that is the uh, the Boswash group. They uh, we and that was another group that came together. The Northeast region of America was so segmented for the longest time. New York had their secret channel. Boston had our secret channels. The Philly group had theirs. People were scheduling things on Facebook and whatnot. And we realized that like, hey, we can all drive to each other's events. We just need to communicate and be in one spot. So we made a Slack channel. Everyone joined it. And ever since, it's been this huge camaraderie of just like, this is one meta. We're all rooting for each other. And I think we have four players in the top 16 right now. So it's it's not as much of a testing group. I think there's a couple smaller groups that, that play a lot together. Together, but it, it's one of the things that like we root for each other it's really cool but what i really want to see is the the protesters rooting for each other now and getting to the point where we're sharing our wins you know we're, we're coming to game night kits we're winning we're winning prizes there you're, you're gonna win store champs going into regionals and nationals next year hopefully things are back to normal where we have some some normal events again be nice yeah that that's gonna be exciting that's gonna be awesome Ooh, this is fun. We should get t-shirts. I was thinking that too. We should get t-shirts. Yeah. The Boswash group have been asking me for t-shirts for a while too. Uh, But yeah, we should definitely get t-shirts of some kind. So call out to any fans who make shirts. You you mentioned I do the the Nest Runner arts. Big, big, another sub community is the Artist Colony community, right? Where Honestly, there's some people that are in that that group that don't really play the game anymore, but they're just really good artists, and they still like that's the, what drives that part of the, the hobby to them is the art. So there's definitely there's skilled people in the community that we can we can commission to get some cool shirts made for sure. Most definitely. You think you're gonna join Nicole? I might. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to be get better at Netrunner. It's just hard to balance all of the things that I want to do. Yeah. So so what I just published right before joining this recording session is i put a spreadsheet up in the channel and the spreadsheet is to put your name what time zone you're in what specialties what types of play styles or factions you enjoy playing you know so if if i go in and i say okay i need to learn how to play against that meta polana deck oh this person plays polana let me let me message them and and they'll be able to answer my questions but then also the the main thing is goals right? What are your short-term and long-term goals? My goals are, I have a little bit of a paralysis with playing the game. I I go to any competitive game. This happened in Hearthstone. This happened in Starcraft. Any competitive game, I have that thing of just like, I don't want to press play because it's this overwhelming amount of stress Mm -hmm. because I'm competing against somebody else. I know there's someone else at the other side of the screen or at the other side of the table and being able to get over that. So just play more games. And I'm going to even put like, Play 10 games a week. Sure. That's probably what I'm going to do. I'm going to set a goal for myself of saying, I'm going to play 10 games a week. I'm going to play 15 games a week. Not even saying against certain decks. 
just play games. And then my long-term goals is I want to win a store champ next year. It's not a super big goal. I'm not saying I'm going to get the cut for worlds. Right. But being able to set a goal that I think is achievable and I can make steps towards. So anyone that joins the group, just think, what what's the goals that you want to achieve? What do you want to do? What are, you, what are your weaknesses that you want to improve on? And then that really drives people to be like, hey, you want to do 10 games this week? I need someone to practice against. Do you want to play? Nice. And this is really, really exciting. You're excited? I'm excited. It's time to, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it is what I think about is like Netrunner, like the community. I know there's small groups and factions here and there, but I do feel like from what I've felt being a part of the community is there's so much like inclusion and and desire to, to work together and to help one another out. And so this seems like the next step, you know, so it's really great that you've that you're doing that. I've noticed with this community that there's a lot of times where people just need the smallest shove. You just need to put something in front of them. And I can step away from this now. I turn protesters will be successful if I step away. I have the idea. I am not the manager. I am not the itinerant protester boss. I had the idea. I own the Slack channel. I created it. But this is not a dictatorship. I don't I don't run anything here. Everyone has an equal voice in this. And I just pushed everybody a little bit to join it. The same thing with the Near Earth Hub website. Right. I just saw that there was a, a lacking for a community resource that pulls together all the information. So I just built it. And it just sits there now. And people use it. If you just go out and do something, people will use it in this community. If you think that there's a gap somewhere in the community, people are probably hungry for it and they just don't know how to get started. And if you know how to get started, no matter if it's a a local testing group or a new accessory, if you want to make it, I saw someone on the artist colony make new token packs, like they were doing acrylic tokens, which I don't think many people are doing tokens uh, recently. They saw a need for it and people were super excited about it. There's just so many things in this community that if you think that it would be something beneficial, just go do it. And people, you know, if you build it, they will come. And I think that's what it was here. Like people have been joining this testing group all day. So excited. I think that's a great message. Yeah. So definitely where the podcast came from is where I was sad that there weren't any more Netrunner podcasts. And so I was like, this is our chance. Right. And then, yeah. Yeah. And now, now it's starting to pick up again and flourish. So we all create our own bits of goodness. Yeah. Come together to create a better world. Yeah. Nice. So thanks for thanks for coming in on, on talking about it. Thanks for for what you do for the community. Uh, we're glad you didn't sell your cards on eBay. Indeed. <laughs> it was. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Right. Like it was <laughs> that that low point where even if I I was sitting there, it's like this freaking sucks. I wasn't going to sell the card, but they might have been packed away in a box somewhere. You start making the listing, and then you're like, oh, I'll finish it later, and then yeah, no I, way. Yeah, like. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit of a loot goblin in terms of like alt arts and stuff. I would never get rid of my my collection. Gotcha. I'm actually where I'm recording. I have my table is just full of alt arts right now because I'm trying to ship a bunch of stuff out to people that I owe stuff to. So <laughs> different prize support things and right. and some of the tournament prizes for Black Lives Matter. So never would have actually given up my stuff. But. Well, hopefully fewer shipping issues than last year. Um. Yeah. <laughs> all right well thanks a lot have a great day dan yeah thank you enjoy the rest of the world you You too bye yeah bye bye enjoy the rest of the world bye 
All right, any reflections, anything you still haven't joined the testing group? I have not. I have not played any games as part of the testing group, but I did pick up like a Paulina deck and I played several games with it just Between online. Us. Oh, oh yes. yeah, 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 yeah. With you and online both, yeah. Yeah. It was good. good. I like I get the deck, I think, you know, sixty percent or something. It's better than your win rate. <laughs> you know, I think I kind of mentioned it in the interview, but I just think that what he's doing is amazing in and of itself, right? But then I feel like indicative of the kind of people that Netrunner players are. From from the ones that I've met, you know, I go to like store champs and things like that. I mean, we're not going to those now, but in the past I have. And like, even when I'm just like losing and losing and losing, there's always like kindness and civility and like people who've been playing for longer are like, hey, here's some tips. Here's ways you could in the future, like make this deck better. Or like, here's a way you could have better played that card. And so I just, feel like this is a community yeah so segue speaking of people who are taking challenges and turning into good things for the world for in the netrunner context okay white blade has the hemophilia which seems like it's not fun in general yes but he's hosting a special netrunner tournament as a fundraiser that's neat yeah for like some canadian hemophilia foundation I don't know which one. Sorry. Yeah. Probably I don't know the details. Research. I'm just saying, I did some research. I just forgot everything. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, feel free to look it up. And More than that, we encourage you to look it yeah, up. Yeah, look play. it up. It should be well, fun. Uh, yeah, so the, the format is different. It's it's the standard list, plus you can use either an ID or a playset of a rotated card with, I think, three exceptions. Mm. So seems wild i don't think that's a good format for me like yeah, there's all these formats that are like do it and you're like it's gonna tear me up yeah so there, I, there's all these formats that are great for people who are are like i have a great handle on the standard format and i'm like okay how how would that rotate if we added this extra thing i am absolutely not to the first step there right and so as as a prize, Whiteblade worked with Kat Shen to draw an alt art clot, because that's the thing that they need the most help with, I guess. <laughs> very, clot. very on theme. I'm a fan. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a good thing that's happening. And just like right after Worlds, it's okay. But pivoting back to Worlds, there are also, we didn't talk at all about because it hadn't happened yet, side events. Oh, yeah. So I did two side events. I did a core and a standard. You did a side event. Yes, standard side event. Standard side event. So what did you play? I played uh, Smoke and Mirror Morph. Cool. So... What did you think? It was fun. Three rounds about your speed? Yeah, that's about right. Um, I don't remember how like my win loss rate was. I didn't lose all of them. So I hit my Alexis goal. uh, So it was pretty great. And again, everybody was like super nice and just like really great. You know, like in the smoke deck, it has like the stealth credits and trying to like... Mm My first game, trying to get all the timings right with boost this, take it from here. And the person I was playing against, they were really cool with me, like taking a step back and figuring all that kind of stuff out and helpful. So I think that that was pretty rad. That's nice. So yeah, yeah, I played an Oracle May Ken deck on the runner side for standard and an RP list that I thought would be good, but it was not good because... 
I felt like it was good a while ago, but now that people are like have answers for Asa, right? Oh. Then like horizontal builds that have less ice are bad news. <laughs> and the the Oracle May Ken deck is all events except for Oracle May and the bin breakers. So you just run every turn to make money and it's silly. And it did a lot better. I think I think I should have played that deck for Worlds, for <laughs> the main event. I just thought it was too silly to win. But it, it did okay. And the fun part is you can just choose whatever events make you happy and put those in. It's kind of a, you know, adjust the recipe kind of a thing. That's fun. And then in the core, I always pick up Spags's core world championship lists from when we did the core Gentucky tournament. I don't remember when that was or what the context was. But that was good. I neither in neither case did I get top two and win special prizes. But um, I have a great story. Okay, tell us your great story. So I was playing and you know, we've all got the like basically the same agendas, right? We got the priority requisitions and paper trails and all that in the in the cortex. Okay. And so I was playing against Alila and I was like, oh, okay, I gotta get this out. And so I put put in the scoring remote and double advanced it and took like the the runner Leela didn't like get in there that next turn and, and then I was like okay I triple advanced and I was like oh shoot oh shoot the Leela trigger right like that whole like it's gotta stay in the basically has to stay there because I didn't want to like leave centrals exposed right yeah yeah and so i like wrote that in the jnet chat i was like ah oh, darn it and the person's like oh yep sorry and then <laughs> next turn ran a central ran in there and it was a five advanced june bug that i totally bluffed out <laughs> i was like oh no so it was like double advanced so i was like come on run into that nope okay i was like i bet i can bluff this if i'm like if i just like say that i don't that I'd forgotten about the Leela trigger, right? And so I was like, I'll just oh get this five gosh. advanced. So that was a 10 net damage surprise. What do you think? It's hard to bluff over Jaina like that, oh, huh? Oh, naughty and ridiculous. <laughs> it was a little bit rude. I think it was taken said. in good fun. Well, I hope so. Yeah. You anyway. Seen, haven't seen them sell their decks on eBay <laughs> or anything, right? So, okay, here's the thing we haven't talked about. Worlds has a champion. Yes, world champion. As I predicted on the Shadownet, it was an iceless sports medal. It was iceless sports medal with three ice. Oh my goodness. That was something. Pretty wild. Congratulations, Limes, from the Colorado meta, from Alexis' meta. Yeah, yeah that's pretty rad. Yep. So uh, I think that makes a strong case for, uh, I know Alexis is really pushing for a Denver Worlds. You know, it's just like central from like an airport standpoint. That's and that. yeah. true. It's, big, big, it's a big hub. Yes, there's a world champion. And and Limes is running Hoshiko on the other side. But a much better Hoshiko than mine. And better piloting. Ah. But it wasn't all Asa and Geist in the finals, right? So there was five Asa and some Geist, but then only two Leelas in the top. Yeah, it was, it was a much more diverse meta than we were expecting. And CTM and Freedom in second place. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Runs like CTM is dumb now and all that kind of stuff. So pretty, pretty good. Anything else you want to say about like the finals? No, I just wanted to give a shout out to Limes. He and... pointed out, he's like, you know, I don't actually like this deck. I think it's bad that this deck can win. Please, please <laughs> fix it, Nisei. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's pretty impressive when you're like, oh, this is a deck like actually grates on me, but I can win the world championship with it and no one else <laughs> has thought about it or whatever. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> Okay. Oh, look, there's Analyze Chris at number 10. I played against him on Gentucky. He was like one of the first people that I played against that wasn't you. And he was very kind. You guys go way back. That's what I'm hearing. That's right. 
Cool. So, yeah, Worlds happened. It happened. Congratulations to everyone who participated, everyone who helped, and specifically to Nisei for making it possible. Yeah. Uh, right, like there's, you know, Nisei figured it out, made this, running all the side events is crazy. Oh, yeah. Getting all the, making sure that, you know, Discord, like all the coordination of, say, like judge calls and results in Cobra and Cobra struggling, but like being able to keep the rounds paired and all that, just all the work that went into that, just worth celebrating. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, no, it was great. And again, Nisei, another example of people who are like, this is a thing that needs to happen. And we have talents in whatever ways and can make Netrunner better. So shout out to all those people who are willing to do their part and make Netrunner better. Yeah, cool. Anything else? Uh, No, I think everybody should. Should what? Play Netrunner. Play Netrunner. Oh, Lame I really think we need a new one. Come up with something better. Five and nine. Pass. The podcast where you can trust 36% of what we say. <laughs> That's how much of our advice is good advice. Don't don't take our advice. It's probably bad. We're dumb. I mean, Tristan's dumb. We already we, established oh, that. Oh, yeah. That has been so clearly spelled out. I'm dumb, too, though. Just less dumb. <laughs> Yes, play Netrunner. Indeed. Bye. Good night. And I'm kicking a by the way. Doing a lot more swearing than we normally do on this podcast. Kicking but How much more? We usually do zero. Okay, so one is like... This is not number one. It's not? No. (sighs) Being home with the kids is really stressful for me. I've been noticing all the gray hairs. (laughs) Being around elementary school kids makes me swear a lot. (laughs)